Welcome in, this is the Trophy Room, aka Trophy Room Radio. It's another edition of Bonus Trophies, where we talk to people about the bonuses that went their way to encourage them to chase their dreams. Today we're talking with Andy Dutton, aka AD Sneaks on Instagram and everywhere else. He's a sneaker influencer who doubles as a teacher. We talked about what it's like trying to balance it all, having random Jordans show up at the house, and ran rapid fire on some of his favorite shoes. We also talked about the nostalgic pairs that got him involved, how his wife has been one of the biggest supports throughout the whole thing, and what this whole process has been like. Okay, Andy, I have so many questions. The first one is, how and why did this start? Because I'm always obsessed with the idea that like you can do what you love. And I assume that you love teaching, but I also yeah, yeah. assume that you love sneakers and it seems like you love taking pictures. So where was this born out of? Born in COVID is when you started doing this, yeah? Yeah, so it was initially COVID. So I've I've loved photography for a long time. And my main like interest in that came from just being outside, being in the outdoors, living in Utah. I mean, it's it's easy to enjoy it here. So I uh, got, uh, got my first camera when my wife and I were first married and had our first kid. And then I wanted to, you know, capture moments with with my family upbringing and uh, raising them and then going on trips and stuff. So that's where I really fell in love with photography. Just capturing those moments was with my family and then just being outside and, you know, being in nature, trying to capture the the places that we'd been. And then COVID happens and, you know, we're all kind of stuck inside things that I normally like to do. We didn't know if it was safe to travel to go like outside and do some of those things. So we weren't able to get outside as much and I didn't use my camera as much as I was used to. And I started getting, you know, kind of like the itch to like do something and I didn't know what like to do. So also while all of that's going on, I've loved sneakers since I was a kid. Um, I mean, my first memories can go back to when I was in like, I don't know, elementary school, my dad buying me a pair of Nike basketball shoes. I thought they were so sick. I wanted to wear them to school, but my dad's like, no, those are only for basketball. You can't wear them to school. So like, that's like it. Sneakers and all that have been in my life for a long time. Uh, Loved them as a kid. Didn't start collecting them until like, I don't know, I want to say like eight, nine years ago is when I started like getting into it. And then uh, so during COVID kind of where they all meet together with the photography and the sneakers, uh, just in my unfinished basement, I was like, man, like I got these shoes down here. I see people taking shoes, pictures of shoes on Instagram, like, let me try it. So started doing that. And then gradually over time, um, you know, I just really started enjoying it, trying different things to highlight different features of the shoe and things like that. And then um, started gradually like upgrading my, my equipment as like, I was trying to do new things. I was like, oh, I need better lighting. I need this kind of equipment for like my backdrop. And then it's just, I don't know. I'm the kind of person that when like I find something that I really enjoy doing, it's really fun. I will just like keep going down that rabbit hole until I find the end of that rabbit hole or find something else cool down there to check out. But yeah, it's uh, it was during COVID. Sorry, that was a long winded answer. Oh, I loved it. Okay, I want to. So the Nike basketball shoes that you said your dad bought you. Do you remember what those were? I don't. So they weren't like anything crazy special. Um they were just some, I think we got them at like I think it was a Fred Meyer or something like that in like my city that had like it had shoes there but you don't like go there and it's like it's not like a footlock or anything anyway we got those 
and I don't remember what they were. And I've been trying to look like that year in my life, like Nike basketball shoe models of this year. And I haven't been able to find them. Somebody, I need like AI to build an app because I have one like that. My dad, um, when I was little, he has since passed, but he had this one pair that he always wore. And we have like weird pictures and weird angles of and stuff. And so I sent it to one of my buddies over at Nike headquarters. I was like, Hey, can you tell me what this is? And like, even he couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, I need AI to get an app <laughs> to just look at a sneaker in a photo and be able to tell me what it was. You know what I'm saying? What it was, when it came out, like all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Where I could buy it on go, the affiliate link, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So you talked about the Jordan five Laney. You posted about that not too long ago. You said the first time you ever saw those, you were at a high school basketball game. Yeah. Yeah. It was the person that you saw, were they playing in those? Or they were just walking around in them. They were playing in them. No. So, yeah. So that was back. Let me see when that was. That was probably probably like 2002, 2003. So, I mean, yeah, the Jordan 5 was way past its prime as far right. as performance basketball sneaker. But it was still pretty common. Like, I remember after I saw those and the more like exposure I got to watching like high school basketball in Idaho, uh, there were more people wearing, like, I see people wearing 11s. I saw people wearing fives. My junior year, I played in a pair of retro twos. So it was like, I think there was just so like limited access to shoes where we were from that it's like, you see one and you're able to get that. You're like, it was a Jordan shoe. I'm playing it. I don't care like what model it is. Like I want to be like Mike, like I want to play in that stuff. So yeah, I saw those just watching. I think it was, uh, I don't even remember the high school that they were playing, but I just saw the kid playing in Laney fives. And uh, I was like, those are absolutely insane. Didn't know what they were. Didn't know how we got them, but yeah, man. Okay. So you said growing up in Idaho, like it was kind of hard to pick up Jordans. Cause obviously like I've lived <laughs> in Idaho, like love Idaho, but that's not exactly where you're going. No. Like if you're trying to be in the height of fashion, um, where'd you get your twos at? It was a East Bay I, catalog. No, they were sitting in uh, the Foot Locker in the Pine Ridge Mall in there in Pocatello. So that Foot Locker was small. I think that at the time that was the only like shoe store in that mall. And that mall was already like struggling anyway to keep stores. But like, yeah, that's where I'd get all my shoes uh, for um, for football, for just back to school and basketball I was just going to that store because East Bay was still like, you know, parents were a little leery of calling this magazine and ordering a yeah. pair of shoes through a magazine. So it's like, no, we go to the store to get our shoes. I'd still get the East Bay magazine in because I want to look through them. But mm -hmm. yeah, those Jordan too. So it was the uh, black and silver highs were the pair that I got. And then I got the all white lows with the yellow wings logo on the tongue and so those were my my first uh jordans how was it playing in those i actually loved them dude really? like, i mean again like high school kid high school kids can play in anything because it's like you're young you're you know always active doing stuff your body doesn't hurt like you're yeah, exactly older so but no if i remember playing in those and i really liked them and i because I had the highs, the the black one for when we were wearing our black jerseys for away. And then I had the whites for home when we were wearing our white jerseys. And uh, I preferred the lows, playing in the lows to the highs. Which I feel like is kind of crazy because at the time, like low, low top basketball shoes really didn't come into play until Kobe went to Nike and was like, no, nah, right. I'm wearing low tops. So the fact that you played in the Jordan 2 low, you were definitely a trendsetter at the time <laughs> or crazy or both. <laughs> who knows man i mean 
come to find out like i didn't find out until like two years ago that mj like back in what is it like 86 or 87 he played in lows like J- jordan two lows i'm like okay like i'm assuming the retro versions maybe have some nicer materials updated oh, materials wow. versus the tech that was back then so i'm like he played in a low top sneaker with not the greatest like technology back then it's like that's crazy like that was unheard of playing a low top sneaker in the 80s like that so she saw everyone with like the big old like converse shoes that wrap around your ankle you don't need an ankle brace you got your shoe is your ankle brace yeah exactly because those converse were also canvas so it's not like they were leather or any cushion at all to hold you up Whenever people want to have the LeBron Jordan argument, I'm like, I'll let you have it. But I just want you to know LeBron's playing with a full length zoom unit in his foot (laughs) and Michael Jordan's feet were bleeding. Like it was what Lonzo Ball goes through now with the triple B's. That's what Michael (laughs) Jordan was dealing with on the daily back in the 80s and 90s. So do with that what you will. But that to me proves Jordan's the goat over LeBron. Facts. Footwear. Footwear tech right there. That's insane that you played in a pair of Jordan suits um okay so then at what point did you go back because i have a couple pairs for me like i've been looking ever since dion has been coaching back at colorado now i've seen like the air diamond turfs and then lebron had an air diamond turf collab and then um my uncle's a huge ken griffey fan so i've been looking into the ken griffey's and i remember like the air diamond turfs were big when i was in high school at what point did you look back and you saw the jordan five lane and you're like okay i'm gonna go pick that up did was there a trigger moment for you um there was a trigger moment when i was going to school um after high school so the the pair that uh the kid was wearing back in the day was the pair that released in 2000 so I figured that out later after the fact when I look back for Laney's. But yeah, he was wearing the pair that released in 2000. And then the pair that I have that I was able to pick up, I remember when it was releasing because at the time I was following like Twitter, like sneaker stuff in school, just, you know, because it's what you'd aimlessly scroll through. Um, but like, I remember seeing the release for those things coming out. I'm like, wait a minute, like, that's got to be that shoe. Like, and it just was like, that shoe looks familiar. And then like, doing a little bit of research like yeah that was the laney jordan five that was definitely the shoe that that kid was playing in and it was like man i would love to have those but i'm a broke college student i ain't got no money so i wasn't able to pick those up until like two or three years after the fact i found them on ebay okay so i've seen your collection it's pretty extensive obviously you post about <laughs> it um where where my first question is how are you picking these up? Like, are you buying resale? Because I've seen you with the off-white fives. I've seen you with the off-white Air Max 90s. Like, all these sneakers that, like, because I'm the broke college kid right now. And I'm just like, dude, I want, yeah. I want off-white Vapor Maxes right now. Are you paying resale for all of these? Or you have, like, plugs? What's that been like? So it all, like, started, like, I had no money to, like, really do it. And, you know, anybody who's starting to get into sneakers, they want, like, those off-whites, like, right away but you can't afford those off whites right away unless you save up like thousands of dollars. But so I just started gradually collecting shoes. And then as I was collecting shoes, there was like, Oh, I don't like the shoe anymore. I'm gonna see if I can trade it or I'm going to sell it and then use that money to buy other shoes. Uh So I tried to like keep my, my shoe money separate from any other money. Like I have a PayPal account that's just for shoes. And so like, if there's no cash or no balance in my PayPal account, then I can't buy shoes. So started when I first started like realizing I could sell shoes for a little bit of extra cash I would do that and then I'd put that cash in my bank and then put it in my PayPal account 
so that it was there and then just gradually saving up and then getting rid of shoes and then bringing new shoes in and then like oh i don't want these and ooh, maybe i'll be willing to let go of some of these more expensive ones to get some of these ones and it's just this constant like equations running through your mind how you can make some moves to get like that shoe uh because i didn't hit on any of the off-whites for retail but it was uh i don't know i want to say it was like three three four years ago i found a sneaker group called soul savvy that like teaches you how to like have your best chance at getting a pair for retail so they have like a whole like feed that they have on on a slack where they like send out information like here's some raffles you can enter here's when this pair is going to release on this website this day and how you can get ready for it and just like all of that information really like made all of that grow even more because i figured out how to get them for retail instead of having to save up for months to get that like grail shoe that i wanted you know yeah okay so my next question is i'm curious because you have so many pairs do you keep all of them do you have room for all of them or are you still trading and swapping out um, I still train swap out, not as much as I used to, um, just because now I'm in a position where I can like keep a few more pairs. And right. so I have, so at our house, our whole basement's unfinished. So like all of this is in my unfinished basement. This looks all nice. My photo studio is right there, but then anything over here is just like storage and just like unfinished everything. So my, I used to keep it in like our room, uh, but my wife was like, nah, you can't keep that stuff in here. Like it's, <laughs> It's taking up too much space. Like you can go have the basement. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's cool. What has, cause every time when you mentioned like the, the selling pairs to buy more, my fiance hates that. Cause she's like, why don't you just keep the money? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to sell these. And then I'm gonna spend more money. And then I'm going to get another pair that's even more <laughs> expensive. And she hates that, but she's super great. Yep. She, I've gotten her some pairs. What role because I know your wife, she's not a super big sneakerhead, but what role right. has she played in like letting you buy sneakers, like giving you the money? Like what has that been like throughout this whole process of just being a sneakerhead as well as creating content, being a dad and being a teacher all at the same time? Right, right. No, she's super supportive. She's great because like she's like, well, as long as you're not spending like our money, like our working job money on shoes, like I'm fine with it. And since uh, things have kind of taken off a little bit on social media, I've been able to hustle up uh contracts with certain companies to do photo work or content work for them so that's a little bit more money that i can spend on stuff like that and then also like disperse out to other things our family needs and stuff so yeah she's she's super supportive with uh that as long as it's not coming out of the family budget and then she's like always like hyping me up for like the content and stuff she's like oh that was really good i like those photos i like this video and all that stuff so it's just I don't know she's I mean everyone says it but like she's biggest cheerleader for me so it's great um what's that like to like if, if you would have told yourself 15 20 years ago hey at some point you're gonna have like a real job and then on top of that you're gonna do a side hustle that is gonna pay like you're basically gonna net positive and not have to pay for any of your sneakers what's that like that it's uh as a kid i would have been like nah i don't even i don't even think that's possible like take pictures of sneakers like what is that like no one thought of that back then you know but then like i don't know it's crazy because like i never thought anything was going to come of this i started this whole thing as just a way for me to share the shoes that i had and i just happened to like taking pictures of them and then people were like oh those are great i really like this and then 
Um, and I was like, man, people are liking it. So maybe I'll just, you know, run with this for a little bit. And then I just started trying to try all sorts of different things that I hadn't seen anybody do with sneaker pictures and stuff before. And like I was using double sided tape and like taping them like on random things to like get certain angles and stuff. And then uh, fishing line, like all these things just to like help suspend like the shoes and do some things with it. And just really figuring it out and YouTubing and stuff like that. And, you know, it's been crazy to see that something that started as like just kind of this passion project has turned into what it is now because it's still like, I don't know, I don't watch like tons of TV. I don't do like a lot of typical things that people do once their kids are in bed. Like my favorite thing to do is just go take pictures. Like it's, it's fun. It's like my mind is just satisfied with being able to like try to come up with different angles or different lighting techniques or something else trying to edit. Like there's just so many things that are interesting to me and it's just all like, I can't get enough of it right now. So it's, it's my, it's my obsession, but it's also like my, my pastime and my hobby. I think the biggest epidemic in this country and honestly in the world is the idea that you can't love what you do. Like I have so many, like I love what I do, but I have so many friends who they hate going to their job every day and they don't believe in this idea that like you can love what you do. Cause I feel like when you really love what it is that you do, um, people, I feel like discredit you a little bit. They're like, Oh, that's not a real job. Like you don't, you don't do anything mm -hmm. really for work. And like my fiance, Jaden, she gets that all the time. It's like, Oh, you're a teacher. Like you make no money. Like you get no respect. Like you're that kind of person. Cause you're a teacher. Um, do you get any of that? Do people say that stuff? It's like, Oh, you're a sneakerhead. So like, you must be a bummer. Like, Oh, you're a teacher. So you, I probably don't make that much money and you probably don't do that much. Like do you get a lot of those, those chatter and those voices? And then how do you respond as far as like, dude, I love what I do. So I, it doesn't really matter what the talk is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've kind of always been that way. Um, even since I was a kid, I just kind of did my own thing and didn't really care what other people thought of how I did things. And, you know, as a teacher, like being a teacher, you see some of the negative stigmas that exist, you know, it's like, oh, like you don't make enough money. And then like, even worse, like, oh, you're a male teacher. Uh, so obviously you weren't smart enough to make it an industry and anything. So like those who can't do teach kind of thing, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So like, yeah, like, I mean, that stuff exists. There's a lot of chatter, um, not so much about teaching, um, but even like how this uh, sneaker stuff that I'm doing is kind of intermingled with teaching has uh people are like oh well you're not really focusing on your job as a teacher if you're doing this or uh like oh you should quit teaching and do the photography stuff full time and like i don't know a lot of opinions of people it's like those opinions like nobody knows my day-to-day -day, no one knows my routine so i'm happy with everything that i'm doing right now and like it's i don't know it's my it's I enjoy what i do and if i'm enjoying what i'm doing then i don't feel like i need to justify that to anybody else that's powerful. Uh, I was listening to this podcast the other day and they were talking about Nick Cannon and, and how he does everything that he does and how he manages to like father so many kids. And one of one, they were talking to one of his buddies and they said, how does he do it? And they said, for, for some people in the world, there's 24 hours, but for Nick Cannon, there's more. And I think that work-life balance is like a little bit of a myth because I don't know that you can ever have a perfect balance but I do think it's incredible when I like see you posting stuff and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's at school right now. So how do you manage to 
stay involved in your kids' lives, have a good relationship with your wife while also being a teacher, which people do not realize is a very high demanding job yeah. in and outside of when the bell rings. How do you manage all of that? Um, I've just tried to like, I don't know. I try to like just give time slots for everything. So like posting on Instagram, like you can schedule posts. It's right. super helpful. I schedule all my posts the night before. So they post during school when a lot of people are apparently using Instagram or something. So like that's yeah, I just schedule it every like uh every night I'll schedule for the next day. And then uh during like lunch or like before school, whenever I don't have students, I'll like hop on and like reply back to a few comments or something. But that's I'm not on there very often. I try I try not to be because again, like if I'm that teacher sitting back at you know at their desk, you know, doing all this stuff while kids are doing whatever they're doing, like that's not gonna be good for my career, right? Like so I could get fired for doing stuff like that. I don't want to risk that. Um, so I don't know. It's like I've figured out how to just like section off certain parts of myself and only keep those parts of myself in that role that they need to be in at that time. And so like when I get home from school, like that's time that I spend with my kids. That's time that I spend with my family and I don't do like any social media stuff at all. Then I don't bring any like work from school home. I don't bring anything home I get everything done at school so that when I leave it all stays at school so I've tried to set my classes up in such a way that it makes uh all of the stuff is submitted online so I don't I'm not like filing through paperwork or anything and everything's super easy to grade so yeah I'm able to get that done um and leave that there play with my kids and once the kids are in bed I'll come down here for about 30 40 minutes you know get some pictures do some videos and then uh, then I'll go upstairs and wife and I just kind of hang out for a little bit. And she she goes to bed early because she works pretty early in the morning and I'll stay up for an hour or so and edit some pictures, make a video. And that's, you know, that's my that's my satisfaction. That's how I just I just manage, like just chunk it in those rights, those right places. And it just I don't know, it works out. Okay, last question. And then I want to do some rapid fire ones with you and then I'll let you sure. get out of here. Um, do you have parents or administrators like I just see what you wear to school and I'm like dude that's so dope but then the other side of me is like are there teachers or there administrators who are like hey that's not cool or is or are your bosses pretty supportive of the way you dress do you have parents that think it's weird how's that reaction to your personality yeah. and your fits been no it's uh I've never had any uh, reaction to like negative reaction from parents, surprisingly, because you'd think that that would be like the first one. Right. But yeah, I haven't had any uh, from them. Most of the parents are like, oh, we've heard about you. Like you're the shoe teacher. And like, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm more than just a shoe teacher. But yes, you know, uh, so most parents are super supportive um, of it. And then admin, I haven't I've had great admin at my school um, that haven't really like questioned it um just because i mean my whole idea is, is like i'm trying to be myself and if i'm able to be myself and comfortable being myself hopefully my students can be comfortable being themselves and we can all open up and trust each other a little more and learn that way because i feel like trust is the biggest part to that um so it's just being authentic so that the kids can feel comfortable being authentic i don't want to be like you know shirt and tie mr dutton at school but that's not who i really am like i don't want to put on a mask because you know it's I don't want to live that life. Uh, so yeah. And then admin, they've been super supportive and uh, of the whole thing. Coworkers, 
I mean, we all kind of get along at my school, so no one really says anything. And if they do, like, I don't hear it. So I guess it doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> do you feel like you mentioned the authenticity, being authentic with your kids and hopefully that giving them back. Do you feel like you really see that is evident or, and do you have kids who like, because you're so like down to earth and cool, do you feel like some kids take advantage of that? Um, I haven't really like seen kids take advantage of it. Um, like I'm pretty relaxed, pretty easy going in the classroom, but then like, I just run everything in such a way that they know when it's like, okay, it's time to like f focus in, get to work, do what you need to do. You can still have fun while you're doing that. Um, but there's certain times and moments for things. And I mean, yeah, it's middle school. So it takes some time to build those habits and those routines for those kids. But for the most part, it, it works out pretty good. And I've, I, I don't think like anything that I've done has like hindered uh, like a kid from learning or doing anything like that. And if anything, like, I feel like I've been able to reach more kids because they can see that I'm genuine and not just this guy who's supposed to teach them, you know? Cause I mean, think about it. Like if you don't trust somebody, if you don't like really like buy into what somebody's telling you, you're not going to want to listen to them. Like there's got to be some credibility there. So I try to just be authentic and build credibility like that. That's awesome. I did not get teachers until I started dating one and now I'm marrying one but <laughs> I have like every day she's texting me she's like kid threw up today so and so bit someone <laughs> like all this stuff and I'm like how does this even happen in school and also how do y'all deal with this every day and still go to work the next day so thank you for all that you do I, I have so much respect and so much appreciation for teachers because sometimes it really does seem like a thankless job and, and y'all do the most well, thank you. Thank you. It's fun. I'm I'm one of the, the crazy ones that really enjoy it. So. All right. Well, we're going to get some rapid fire questions, sneaker related before I let you get out of here. All right. Okay. Sounds all right. Good. What are some of your, I know I didn't, you have so many that if I ask you your favorite <laughs> sneaker, I don't know if you could answer, but what are some of your favorite ones that you are into in the rotation right now? Uh, favorite ones that I have right now. Um, Jordan two low off whites. Those are probably like one of my absolute favorite pairs just because of my, uh, you know, affinity to the Jordan two model. Um, love those. Um, man, I can't think of like any other like pairs after that, but like I've been wearing a lot of new balances lately just because when school starts, I try to like keep the new balances fresh in rotation, try to stay away from more retro J's because I'm on my feet. But uh, got some got some insoles that I'm going to be trying out soon to hopefully help with that so I can wear those retros to school. <laughs> One of my favorite pairs that you post about that nobody seems to like that are probably my favorite pair that I own right now are the Jordan 3 Fragments. And I feel like people hate yes. them because they don't have elephant, elephant print, but I feel like I'm wearing a Jordan 11 Concord, but it's a three and I love it. Like it is my, I'll wear it to work when I'm on TV and stuff. Like, yeah, I love it. It's my favorite. It's such a clean shoe too. And like, I know a lot of, people were bugged that the back heel tab like yellowed and all that stuff because yeah. like, i guess they use like some different adhesive but i'm like no like that looks i like the yellowed back tab like it just adds another like element of character to the shoe and then it's just it's simple it's clean and it's like one of those shoes that like it's an if you know you know kind of shoe right yes, it's like, oh exactly. yeah fragment threes yeah yeah so love the fragment yeah. three okay um what's you have sleeper sunday we see those i love the undefeated air maxes what are some of your other most underrated sneakers right now? 
Uh, most underrated sneakers right now. Um, I just picked up a pair of Solomons. Uh, first pair of Solomons. Okay. I see, like you see them like here and there and on the internet. I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll do that. And then I got one. I'm like, okay, I can see why people like these. So Solomons, really? I think are are slept on a little bit. Um, what are some other ones that I got recently? Okay. I know these ones are controversial, but the the Union Jordan One highs like those tanks. Those like, are sweet. They're beautiful in hand. Like it's one of the coolest like creative twists on a Jordan One that yes. we've had in I don't know like five years or so. Like yep. it's good, and you know people go, oh, "It's not a normal Union. It's not a normal Union." It's like okay, well, cool. Thanks for keeping prices low so I could get a second pair. <laughs> There's something about like shoes that look cool that aren't hyped that make me yeah. love them. Like I got the, uh, the Jordan one high uh, there. What are the other, the elephant print ones? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I love those and nobody wears them and they're affordable. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like, I, sometimes I don't love the hype culture. Cause I feel like it, it ruins it for people to wear what they want. So when I see yeah. that I can wear something that I like, that it's actually affordable and it's not hype. I don't know why, but it makes me love it so much more. Dude, I'm right there with you. Like, yes, it's nice to have. Like, I have plenty of hype shoes. Right. But those aren't, like, some of my favorite ones. Like, some of my favorite ones are some of these, like, GR, like, Jordan 1 highs. Like, those elephant print ones you have. Um, I have a pair. I don't even know which dunks they were. But, like, okay, yeah, the Why So Sad, like, Nike yes. SB dunks. That's another one. It's like, oh, most people hype SB collabs. That one just kind of was, like, eh, in price. I'm like, they're cool. Like, you can yep. remove the paint on the swoosh. Yes. The meaning behind, like you know, the collaboration and his foundation for mental health. I'm like, these are great. How are y'all sleeping on these? And they don't get enough attention. So yeah, I love like, and you know, technically they shouldn't be sleepers, you know, it's just like, right. it's a pair of shoes that like, it's cool because the person likes it. Like there shouldn't have to be any other reason to say like why you like that shoe other than like, I think it's cool. You think it's cool. They think it's cool. Like you do you, that's all it is. It's insane. All right um what's the most expensive pair that you have right now like i go on go and it's just i would never pay for that uh uh right now probably those uh friends and family spider-man prowler shoes that i got earlier this summer okay so i was gonna so, ask about those yeah, did they so, give you those yeah they did so they uh they worked with um that group i was telling you about soul savvy they yes. did a little thing with them to where soul savvy was stashing them in different spots in new york city and doing like a giveaway with them which was pretty cool and then uh yeah like they reached out to me the people at soul savvy like i know them pretty well it's like hey we might have a chance to get you a pair um would you want one i was like do you have to ask like yes i want one uh, uh. <laughs> yeah so like they made arrangements with jordan brand to have a pair sent and the funny thing is when it got sent uh it didn't wasn't on my porch and it said delivered the guy took the picture i'm like panicking right like oh no so i'm like looking at the ups picture i'm like okay this is in my neighborhood i know this is my neighborhood so i'm like looking driving at like around all these houses yeah i'm looking like some like creep in my neighborhood like driving around trying to find a box and then i see it and i walk up and i'm like oh they got a doorbell cam whatever like i grab it and i'm like doorbell cam, i'm like they delivered my package to your house and not my house. I live down there. Come see you. Have problems. Yeah, like I'm, I don't want to be suspicious at all. But anyway, that's 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 how I got them. And then, uh, yeah, I still have them. They're they're back up here. So that's probably the one that's worth the most right now. 
Do you have any other ones that like got shipped to you that were given to you that are you're like uh, 10 years ago, you would have been like, what? Yeah. So I have uh last year, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year when uh social status did their air penny twos. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you another those today, yeah, I wore those today. Yeah. The all white ones. Uh, people slept on those like you could get both pairs for the retail price of two right now which is a steal um but anyway like they reached out and were like hey we'd love to like send you something um on us i'm like oh wow that's incredibly generous of you thank you so give them all my information and then in the mail come those penny twos and that was like the coolest thing because it's like wow like someone that i've never met before uh sees my pictures or sees what i do and then they thought it would be cool enough to send me a pair of shoes like that's crazy to me. Like, that's just nuts. Um, What's the most expensive pair that you want to buy someday and the most expensive pair that you love, but you'll never buy? Ooh, most expensive pair that I love that I will never buy. Uh, Air Jordan Cause Force, the grays. Um, really? Yeah, because Jordan 4s or Jordan 3s through most of them have those uh, midsoles that are going to crumble, right? Yeah. And there's no cause, there's no shoe that's similar enough to a cause for to be able to do a soul swap on something yeah. like that. So it's like, you know what? I didn't get it and it's fine. I didn't get it. I can admire it. And it's just going to, it's just going to be, so that's that grail that I'll probably never, never chase down and get, but I appreciate it for what it is. Um, so then the, the other one, uh, that what was your one, like, what would I want? Like, yeah, a really expensive one. That's just like right on the bubble, but you probably pull the trigger. Oh, right on the bubble. I mean, this one might be a few bubbles away, but, uh, I want to, I want a nice restored pair of 85, uh, band Jordan ones, like the OG one that like started everything. I don't know if I would wear it even if it was restored, but I just think it'd be cool to have something like that. Okay. Do you have any other pairs that are like that old, but they are so nostalgic that you, you kind of want them? Yeah. Uh, original like Jordan force. Um, I saw a pair. So I went last year to a conference, a teaching conference out in Philadelphia, went into a little boutique out there called Lapstone and hammer. And, uh, what got me into the stores in their window there, they had hanging by the shoelaces in 85 Chicago. And then like on this little shelf over here was just like this old pair of 89 bread Jordan fours, just like soles crumbling, all that stuff. But like the shape of the shoe and everything, I'm like, man, that is a beautiful shoe. If there was a way I could get that to somebody to like tinker and fix it up with that shape and stuff, that would be amazing. I'm with that. I'm so excited for the breads next year yeah. and the military blues. Both of those are going to be stupid hard to get, but those yeah. are two that are like, those are nostalgic to me because those were big when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like military blues, I need those because they haven't released those with Nike Air on the back since the OGs. So yep, and those things are crumbling. So you can't even get it. Yeah. Good- yeah. And so like, yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna need those because I have all the other like retro OGs, and that's like the last one to complete like that set. My cousin, uh, I don't know why, but he gave me I got these for free. Like oh yeah, he had he didn't have the laces in them, and he had bought them. I think these were 2017, the motorsport yeah, fours. Yeah, motorsports. And he had for some reason he didn't have the laces in them. He's like, "Hey, dude, do you want these? I'll give them to you for like 20 bucks." I was like, "Sure, dude." Bought some <laughs> bought some replacement laces, and now I have motorsport fours that go I think 
resale right now like 700 bucks i'm like dude yes that's amazing i love that man like that that's the cool stuff right there yes great yeah well i appreciate you so much for hanging out andy we know we're over time um i hope to run into you at some point thank you so much for hanging out and i love your content man no i appreciate you having me on uh thanks for taking your time